Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have a very special guest, returning guest. His name is J.J. Dawson. I talked to him uh, earlier this month about the trans issue. It was actually my, one of my most watched shows or listened to shows ever. Uh, people listen to it with great interest. And I think it was an important show because it just showed how much the, how important this kind of con contest or conflict about what is a woman really is. But the real reason that I came across J, uh, JJ is that I was reading into the pandemic as much as possible, really grinding uh, into research all over the world. And I came across his work on Substack. So I read both of his articles. And if you're watching this on Rockfin, you can kind of see this articles up right here. Uh, no amnesty for crimes against humanity was a response there. But I know he was also an activist. So I asked him back on to kind of just go through and do a survey of what happened in Australia. Cause I know we have talked about people in the U S and I've done my own shows on that, but uh, Australia was an interesting piece. And it also goes to show also, I think it shows how, how this kind of layout was a global layout, even, you know, in, a, in another continent on the Southern hemisphere of the world. So I'm glad to have him back. So JJ Dawson, welcome back to the show. Hi, William. Thanks for having me back. It's great to be here. Excellent. And, uh, I see. Yeah. I'll no, very quickly just want to thank uh, any of your uh, listeners who who subscribed to me after the last session. I got, I got a really nice um, kick in my subscriber count after that. So thanks, thanks everyone so much for joining me, and uh, and for um, for following along. Excellent. I see you've done some more articles. You put out like since we last talked another four articles, ESG important topics too. But uh, yeah. like I said, we can talk about that as well. But just getting into it, like you. We were talking kind of in the pre-show about how Australia, and I'm aware of this, is how intense the shutdown was. Like, I think Western Australia, I think you said it was even longer than 18 months, like no movement, like an incredible test case for whatever that happened to us is what happened that caused COVID. I mean, I do think that there was a virus out. I think that there was an article that came out in the States about gain of function. So I do think there was something there, but the response was even worse than this bioweapon that got out or they released or whatever. But uh, maybe you can just kind of start what it was like. I think you are in Melbourne, right? Is that right? Melbourne, Melbourne, yeah, so Victoria. Yeah. Melbourne, Victoria. Can you kind of just go, maybe we could just go back and what happened before the lockdowns, the lockdowns and your activism and things like that. Just uh, feel free to do an overview. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it, it is worth noting. I think that Melbourne spent the, the longest uh, time in lockdown of any city in the world. It was 262 days across six different lockdowns. So uh, while the Western Australia case was that they, they had really deranged authoritarianism going on over there. And it was because they're so isolated, I think they adopted a very isolationist approach and they, they, they basically shut the entire state down and they had some really crazy kind of, um, uh, restrictions and, and massive fines going on, all of which we had as well. But I think I think being so isolated, they uh, they they may have spent longer in consecutive consecutive days locked down. But I think we do hold the record, uh, and it's yeah. certainly not one that 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 I'm proud of, or, or, or anyone who um who shares my view is proud of. But yeah, that so you know it started the same way it did everywhere in the world with two weeks to slow the spread. You know, and I remember thinking, um, and you know, I was I was posting on my socials 
uh, in February 2020, you know, because like you, I think perhaps there was a virus going on. You know, I, I'm sort of on the fence about all this. I, I, I've i heard both sides of the argument, you know, and, and, and the full spectrum, you know, fr from, mm -hmm. from, from the very credulous among us who, who believe that COVID was quite a serious virus and, and that, that it, indeed it was killing people, you know, you know, mostly the old and infirm, uh, you, you know, right through to the other end of the spectrum where, where you know, where, where you'll hear people claim that, that there was no virus and, and it was just the flu. Exactly. And to me, it doesn't really make any difference because because the point we need to focus on is, is what they did to us uh, as a result of of the supposed virus. And and even if you adopt the position that there, that there was a virus, it became very clear very early in the piece, when you look at even the official data coming out of all the countries, that it was not the great sort of existential threat that they were painting it as, you know? And so I remember, um, I, I've always had an interest in, in, in um, epidemiology and, and, and pandemics and stuff. I, I think it probably got started when I when I saw the um, the film adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand, you know, which <laughs> which scared the hell out of me as a as a teenager. And and then I read the book a few times, and and so you know that was always in the back of my mind as as, as you know something that could, you know a, a virus engineered in a government lab, you know. So it, it was right, that it was bad, there right? In the, in the zeitgeist, you know. You're right, GJ. I'm glad you mentioned that because I when this whole thing started in 2020, I watched that series again. <laughs> with I can't remember what's the lead actor's name. It's uh, in in the uh, in the in the original TV. In the movie. original the you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, yeah, Stu Redman. Um, great character, great actor. Love Gary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, I thought that was a yeah, pretty good one. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. It was yeah. for for a TV movie. It, it was yeah. good, and um, I must go back and watch it again. Actually, but the, you know, then then they did. You know, there have been other movies too. You know, they had Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman, right? Uh, and more recently, Contagion with Matt Damon, which which was a terrifying movie, and and which which interestingly, uh, you know, I've heard people argue was. You know, the more conspiratorial-minded people have argued that that was sort of a primer for for COVID because you, you saw a lot of the um, a lot of the same themes running through COVID that they sort of primed us for in that movie. Although, of course, COVID was, was nowhere near as as infectious or lethal as the as the pathogen and and contagion. But regardless, you know, I was so I was sort of ready for this whole thing, and 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 you, you know the popular imagination of 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 um the, this whole specter has has stuck with me all these years you know ever since the early 90s when i saw the stand and i i said you know this there's something going on in china you know why aren't we taking precautions now and it it, it struck me at the time as as either incredibly incompetent or or sort of something else going on that we couldn't see you know it was clear that this thing, if it was a thing, was going to reach Australia and, and everywhere else. And I remember posting on Facebook, probably mid-February, um, you know, why why are we still taking flights from China? You know, what's going on here? Why aren't they moving on this? You know, uh, and then, you know, by the time they did decide to move, it, the virus was already here. It was already spreading. And, and you... you you know that applies, I think, to the U.S., Europe, U.K. You know there was very, they were very slow to move, and a lot of people just put that down to the, you know, the way that bureaucracy tends to move slowly. Others are more conspiratorial about it, but regardless, 
you know, it got here and, and it, it got a foothold. And it wasn't wasn't until then that, that they decided to um, to commence these measures, you know. But it became very obvious to anyone who was paying attention, looking at the data, listening to sort of alternative voices, I would say by April 2020, that it was not, people were not dropping like flies. It was not killing large numbers of young, healthy people. And it was very obvious in the first couple of months of the pandemic that this was something affecting the very old, um, obese people, people who were immunocompromised. And we all knew that very early on. So when, when, they, when they brought this, this two, two weeks to slow the spread thing, initially I was, um, like many others, I, I said, okay, sure, you know, we, we get to work from home for two weeks, you know, right. it makes sense, I suppose, you know. What was, do you uh, remember the actual date of your shutdown? Ours was March 15th, 2020. Yeah, I think we were slightly behind that. It was towards the end of March they sent us all home from work. But but I mean it was within, it would have been within a few days of that. I, I think it was the seventeenth of March we went home. Gotcha. So so again, you can see this the sort of the coordination there. It's like one, right. once the word went out, you know, the exact same approach was adopted across the West, really. You know. And then of course, two weeks to slow the spread became two years. And and Melbourne then spent two hundred and sixty-two days across twenty twenty and twenty twenty-one in lockdown and and much of that was hard lockdown what they called stage four uh which which you know to give you an idea we, we had a curfew we were one of the few places in the world that had a curfew we were not allowed out of the house after 9 p.m if you were caught you you would be slapped with a fine i think at one point it got up to about twenty thousand dollars but um but many many people were receiving um fines in the range of sort of two thousand dollars four thousand dollars uh businesses of course if if they broke the lockdown rules um and opened during during those those heavy stage four lockdowns stage three lockdowns they were fined enormous amounts of money like fifty thousand dollars i think don't quote me on that but but it was you know the fine for the business were those enforced too so the fines were given well, out and enforced? Yeah, know? yeah. well, they were enforced. I, I looked at some figures just the other day, and it, it looks like about 70% of them still are unpaid. About about 5% of them have been waived by the government. And then, you know, the, there's another uh, another percentage, maybe 10% have been waived, and then the rest were actually paid. Most of them are still unpaid. Um, and there was, you know, there was, a, there was a big campaign called Fight the Fines and, and you know, um, crowdfunding going on to, to help people out who'd been who'd been screwed over by that, you know, but we weren't allowed five kilometres from our, from our homes, you know. So, so there's, there's an interesting aspect there where, where, where some people, and I would be among them, I think, sort of saw that as a little bit of a trial for this 15-minute city thing that they've got going on, which I'm sure you've heard about. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's being rolled out here in the States in certain places, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, masks were, were a massive thing, you know. Um, you know all about the mask hysteria. I, I, don't, I don't need to linger yeah. on that. But, you know, there were fines for not wearing masks. Um, people, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you've seen them. A lot of your listeners probably have videos coming out um, from here in Melbourne, actually, of, of, of police just just absolutely wailing on people for not wearing masks, you know, like like um, slamming them to the ground, choking them, um you know, and that's a, that's another whole topic that 
the, the just the militarization of the police force and the way they brutalized us. I want to speak about that. But but you know, we weren't allowed to have visitors to our uh, to our homes. Public gatherings were forbidden. You know, I mean, basically any any right that that anyone in any democratic society would expect was withdrawn. You know, freedom of association, freedom of movement, freedom of speech was even attacked. You know, um, so you know, but 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 it was you know. When when those hard lockdowns sort of came into play and 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 they 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 brought in the curfew that that I guess that's that's when I started to to become really uh, you know skeptical about the whole thing. But 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 the thing really for me that that absolutely I get you could you could say probably radicalized me if you want to use that terminology, was, was um, I think it was, well, George Floyd, right? So right. June, I think it was, was June 2020, round about that's then, right. mate. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so just like everywhere else in the world, um, Black Lives Matter protests went out in force, and our government and our police allowed that to, to occur. They facilitated it. They, um, they provided, and this was, this, was during, this was during a stage four lockdown. Wow, that's incredible. You know, you guys and, don't. And, you have a huge like African population. No, do you? no, we no, we don't. But 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 it just shows you how these things get astroturfed across all different countries. You know, um, and and I don't want to talk about George Floyd. I've got my own thoughts on that. But but regardless, you know, it's sort of like it 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 it, it it's a U.S. issue. You know, but but you know, we had thousands out in the street marching, marching for that for whatever reason. Um, and then you know, a couple of weeks later, when when the lockdown protest started, the police response and the government response was completely different. You know, and you had the same thing in the states. You know, so when I saw that, I sort of I, I saw red. You know, I was already skeptical. I was already like, this is you know, this is BS. It's going on too long. Right. They're, t they're, they're, they're just taking the piss. It's um, you know, it's. There's something there's something not right here, but you know when that happened, I was like, okay, you know, and and ever since then, um, I've really, you know, I haven't been able to let it go, and it's sort of that has really uh, inspired the work I've been doing since. Right. I mean, it's I feel the same way. Like I feel like I got bamboozled. Like I was following orders. I a lockdown. Okay, two weeks. I believe that, but it was all scam. And then that, that wasn't it. It was just then it was the rollout. You can't move. And here's your salvation. We're going to shoot it into your arm. And then yeah. everything will be back to normal. Like, this is a huge, powerful psychological operation. Would you agree with that? A absolutely. Uh, and, and I mean, man, we could talk for hours about this, you know. But the thing, you know, the, the, so, so our premier, Daniel Andrews, who, who's an absolute piece of work, he's one of the worst of the worst. You know, he's up there with Trudeau, Jacinda Ardern from, from, from my home country, New Zealand. Right. Um Biden, throw Biden in there. I mean, Biden's terrible. But Biden's terrible. But Biden's terrible. terrible. I mean, I, I hate Biden. <laughs> but yeah. he's just so demented and decrepit and and sort of uh, he's such a puppet, you know. It's, yeah, it's, he's a full yeah. puppet. Yeah. yeah. Full but, but, you know, the, the, these politicians like Daniel Andrews, Trudeau and Jacinda Ardern, you know, they're all World Economic Forum stooges. And and they also, they embrace the role. You know, Biden kind of shuffles through the day and and, and Stumbles and stumbles and, and f's everything up, you know. But but these these you know these politicians we've we've got down here and in, in Canada, you know, 
they seem to be the real zealots of the movement. There he is. Yeah. Right. It's the yeah. Commonwealth. You guys had some real incredible guys. I mean, Trudeau and Ardern, like, yep, that's right. Really. And she was coked up, man. There's no question in my mind. I would yeah. say with the 99.9% accuracy, she yeah. was doing blow the whole time. It's just like Zelensky. So all these weird <laughs> things are going on. Really I remember, I remember the video of her, like, like doing the, the coke sniff and pinching yeah. her nose and rubbing her nose. <laughs> it was almost an act. Like I've, I've unfortunately been in the company of cokeheads and it's yeah. like, she did almost all the movements that they all do. Check their nose, make sure there's no white stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, all I mean, do the I, same I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm familiar with it as well. And, but, and to me, that's what it looked like. Uh, and, you know, an interesting aside to that is her fiance, Clark Gayford, he, um, th there were, there were relatively credible rumors going around um, during, during that whole time that, that he's actually a drug dealer. And, and, and oh, he, wow. you know, um, and the word on the street is because New Zealand's a very small place. Uh, the word on the street is that, that he's a big cokehead himself. So you know, <laughs> speculation, but, but it makes sense. sense. But um, so so Daniel Andrews said, you know, um, once once it got to the stage where the lockdowns had had been going on for two years and everyone was right sick of it, and 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 the the protest movement had really really gained some steam. Um, that's when they brought in the vaccines, as as you said before. And, and that's when he decided, um, you know, once we reach 80, 80%, and that might have been a federal thing, actually, once we re reach 80% double vaxxed, we're going to open up again, you know. And, and Daniel Andrews actually, I'll quote him here, he said, you know, we're not, we're, we're not going to lock down, we're not going to lock people down anymore. We're instead locking out the unvaccinated. So, so that, that became the, the policy, which was really led here in Victoria, um, and, and it's important to note that Victoria has, Victoria is, is basically the California of, of, of Australia. And I, I know you're in California and, you know, you're one of the good ones, but, but, but you know all about California. And so oh, everything California, that starts in California yeah, oh, spreads yeah. everywhere else. Yeah. So we are, we are here in Victoria. We are the California of the U.S. as Australia is, is, is the USA of the South Pacific. You know, people come here for a better life. It really is, you know, it, in many ways, it's a marvellous place. It's, it's a fantastic place. It's a beautiful, enormous country with massive mineral wealth, um, it, you know, it's a comparable size to the US. It, it really is sort of the mirror of the United States in many ways down here in the South Pacific, and people come here for a better life, me included. Now, what happens in Melbourne um, tends to spread to the rest of Australia, and and I wanted to note that Melbourne is part of a, an interesting um, globalist network called Strong Cities. And the Strong Cities um, initiative, uh, let me just read from there. It's the Strong Cities network launched in 2015 at the UN General Assembly to mount a city-led response against hate, polarisation and extremism in all its forms. And so... so I did a bit of reading on this and it's basically, it's one of these, there you go. Yeah. It's one of these UN WEF type things that, that, that presents itself as, you know, combating extremism, right. but, but appears to be more about creating these, these very policed, surveilled, militarized type, type cities that, that, you know, that can, can summon the, the might of the state you know, in, a, in, a, in the blink of an eye to to quell any 
any uprising, you know. Right. And and it it really feels like what happened in Melbourne during the lockdown was a manifestation of 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 this thing here, you know. And and I've often said that that Australia and New Zealand are actually used as test cases for for what they would like to see rolled out in other jurisdictions where they perhaps can't quite get away with it right now. For instance, you know, we, we don't have any guns here. They took everyone's guns away after a after a guy went on a shooting rampage back in Right. The, that was the uh, Port Art was Port, it Port Arthur? Arthur? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Port Arthur, right? Yeah. No, it's so interesting you say this is a test case. This is literally from my social media today. This was something that says what the world's largest prison looks like from space. <laughs> yeah. Australia yeah. is the peak into the future of worldwide authoritarian rule. Yeah, it's really wild. So. Yep, that's very apt. And and it's I mean, this is not just a speculation either. Um, you know, the 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 cashless kind of thing was first trialed in New Zealand. F POS, um, the you know, the the um electronic payments were, were first trialed in New Zealand, you know, and, and you might look at that as a as a benign manifestation, but you know, they I think they do like to test things down here, you know, because we all know we all know that the the decisions are made at a supranational level, you know. Right. They're, they're made up up at the WEF and the UN and, and the, these people, they all get together at Davos and, and other places like that. Uh, and, and Lord knows what where they get together and what they do when when the cameras aren't rolling. But, but you know, it, it's, it's not – these things don't happen in, in isolation, you know. And, right. and um, you, you can call us conspiracy theorists, but it's quite evident you know that 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 they get together and discuss these things, and it makes complete sense to me that that they would say, well, you know, let let's let's go in really hard and fast in Australia, in New Zealand, and it, because our, our politicians are all bought and paid for, they're all complicit, and right. and it, it just feels like down here they gave it they gave it a really a really good go. They pushed um, as hard as they could. They, I mean, your vaccination rates are higher than the U.S. I think the full vaccination rate in Australia is 85%, what they call that's, vaccinated. They changed they the goalposts. Yeah, they, yeah, changed yeah. The, they changed the goalposts all over the world. But it is interesting. It, I think that's the fascinating thing about this whole COVID thing is that the uniformity of the rollouts in a in a supranational way, not just the yeah. agenda or the ideology, but how it was played out in so many different countries, Canada, Australia, U.S., New Zealand, etc. The playbook was exactly the same, yeah. but but it was just it was more intense here, you know. And, um, you know, so <laughs> when it got to the point where, um, where, where they militarized the police force and were deploying tear gas, rubber bullets, and, and, and just indiscriminately using, using pepper spray on protesters, uh, it really started to feel quite surreal. Um, I mean, I, I've got a bit of footage, uh, but, but there's loads of it online, you know, uh, where you can see, um, I mean, it's 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 a more common sight in Australia, uh, in the US, I suppose, to see riot police and riot gear with, with um, you know, with with uh, crowd control um, gear, but uh, but you know, it's not something you see down here. So, so that was quite shocking, you know, um, and you know, I was I was sort of out. One day, doing my 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 walk, for, you know, we were allowed out for one hour a day, 
if you can believe that you know i never followed the rules you know <laughs> i'd go out for two three four hours i broke the curfew also and you know had friends over and went to see friends you know I, i'm a rule breaker that's that's how i roll and I, i'm not going to follow follow rules that make no sense but but i was i was out doing my walk one day and i was i was following actually um one of our one of our renegade journalists down here rukshan he was uh, Rukshan Fernando. He's great. He was um, he was live streaming one of one of the earliest marches, and uh, I was sort of I was I was watching the live stream as I was out walking on my phone, and I could sort of I could see that, that our paths were converging. So, <laughs> and then then eventually, uh, you know, I saw the helicopters, and I started seeing some mounted police on horseback, and and then I I, I kind of converged with the pro the protest kind of partly by accident, partly on purpose, you know, my curiosity was aroused and, and we ended up at the Shrine of Remembrance, which is our big, our big World War One, World War Two memorial um, down here, just, just a few kilometres from my house here. Uh, and, and, and that was the first protest I joined. And, and it was, it was really quite exhilarating. I've never been, you know, as I said, it was, you know, I only really, be, I, yeah, I've always sort of been, you kind of, before COVID, I was kind of, you typical kind of conservative slash libertarian you know um you know I'd, I'd watch a bit of tucker carlson um uh i liked my paul joseph watson videos i was kind of getting red pilled on a bunch of of things but but you know i never would have called myself and you know particularly anti-government or or radical you know you never would have heard me saying things like you know we need to we need to we need to get rid of all these bastards and, and and tear down the system and and you know hold them all you know I, I wasn't that that far out there you know and then suddenly I'm, I'm here at this protest and um you know I, I stuck around for an hour or so and 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 shouted at the police and you know that they lined them all up and they had a what do you call it a um uh anyway that they, they lined they lined up with their shields and their guns and everything and there was a bit of a standoff for about an hour and eventually i was like well i gotta get back to work so so i went home but about 20 minutes after i left they they unleashed on the protesters and started firing the tear gas and the rubber bullets and everything and i i caught all that on video later that afternoon and, and i thought you know shit, i was almost there um but you know <clears throat> that th that then rolled on um and that the, the police response became increase, increasingly harsh and and I, I think they just brutalized and terrorized everyone so much that the, the protests really did die out and they just they just wow. stamped them out they choked stamped them out them you know wow. they, they were harassing journalists assaulting independent journalists mind you not not the the big networks who just say what, what they're told to say you know independent journalists like Avi Yemeni um, he was he was assaulted and, and arrested and, and harassed <clears throat> throughout this whole thing. Um, and that they ended up deploying uh, armored armored personnel carriers. You know, we we had wow. yeah, I think, I think there were actual army units rolling through the streets of Melbourne. I mean, it, it was nuts. During during towards the end of it, when it was getting really crazy, you know, I, I decided to venture out and start joining the protests again. It was it was it was all it was kind of like a, a running battle with the police through various suburbs. You know, little pockets of of protesters would spring up somewhere then. The police would swoop in and, and disperse them and arrest as many people as they could, um, and and we were sort of we were watching live streams and 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 um, you know following the telegram chats to to try and see where where, where the next protest node would 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 spring up, 
And, and that day, I remember when we were out, <clears throat> they had some crazy phone jamming technology going on. Like It's like they were, they were jamming. Right. Yeah, they were jamming the internet. We, we couldn't get any signal. <laughs> it was, you know, it's total dystopia. It's off the charts. It, it, it was, man. And, and, and I, don't they have I, crowd control, uh, crowd control radar or something like that? I thought I yeah, saw. Yeah, I was, that I was well. about to mention um, yeah. active denial system. Yeah. <clears throat> they used that in Canberra. I, um, um, so when the protests, uh, I think this actually, I think this glows um, towards the end of the movement. I'm, I'm skipping forward a bit now, but towards the end of the protest movement, it suddenly all shifted to Canberra which is the capital city, but it's a very small kind of city away from the main centres, which is mm -hmm. the, the way they decided to do it. Much like Washington, you know, it's not a main centre. It's, it's sort of its own little jurisdiction. Right. So yeah. the protests... Brasilia or something like that, yeah. Yeah. And the protests all moved up there, which which I thought was a terrible mistake at the time. And, and I think it may have been, you know, I think the feds may have infiltrated um the movement and and because it just it took it took the eyes of the world off the whole thing you know <clears throat> when it's happening in in a, in a major global city like melbourne it it i think it just it's more visible you know but anyway once once they got to canberra that they they were using the active denial system which is built by raytheon wow. <laughs> incidentally that's right down the street <laughs> from where i live like oh yeah full on military <laughs> industrial complex yeah, yeah, no, man. where yeah. I live in L.A., this is where they run the drones. Literally, yeah. there's guys in my suburban uh, home, like my suburban town, who get up in the morning and go drone strike people and go back and have dinner with their wives. It's off the charts. It's unbelievable. Man, that's, that's, that's some dark. That's dark. Yeah, it's dark. Uh, dark. Yeah, so the active denial system, it, it kind of, it, it, burn, it burns you. Like, you, it, you can't it burns feel burns your it. skin, right? Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. microwave, right? yeah. Yeah, so so they deployed that on on civilians, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, going back to that day when I was out and they they were using the the, the radar, the, the cell phone jamming technology. I remember I happened upon a, a group of police who who were making some arrests, and they, they were arresting a couple of protesters. They had them on the ground, you know, with their with their knees on their necks and all that, you know, the whole the whole George George Floyd kind of. Um, right maneuver um and i remember I, I was standing there just watching this you know in disgust and there was a there was a father with with his son and they must have stepped out of outside of uh, out of their house to watch what was going on and i remember that the, the little boy was asking his father you know what's going on dad and and the guy said to his son i'll never forget this he said well you know son that's what happens when you protest and i just I, I, oh, yeah. As far as black pill moments go, you know, we, we just kind of lose faith in humanity. I, it's, it'd be hard to top that one for me, you know. You know, this kid's going to grow up thinking, well, you know, pro protest, protest bad, you know, police good, um, you know, all, all hail. Submit, yeah. obey, yeah. good, submit, submit yeah, good. Exactly, you know. And, and, and that just, you know, that brings me on to the, the, the incredible willingness that was, was shown by people to go along with this, you know, and, and many, many even actively demanding harsher measures and, 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 you know, enthusiastically shilling for the government throughout this entire thing, you know, it turned people really mean and nasty. It really polarized society basically along, I mean, the same, you would have seen the same thing in the U S but, you know, it really, it really manifested itself, I would say, at the Australian Open when, when Novak Djokovic 
right. showed up in, in the beginning of 2022 and refused to get jabbed. And then that turned into the debacle that, that, that we all know very well. And he was eventually deported for uh, even though he had a medical exemption. And, and you know, we had we had mainstream journalists, sports reporters and, and such coming out and, and just saying the most awful things about him and, and, and really trying to sort of drum up um, angry public sentiment against him it, it was it, it was just revolting you know it's it's the kind of thing that 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 you know you, you hear about going on in, in the 1930s in germany you know right um, yeah no it's very similar i mean i think this picture of nuremberg too that you have is very yeah. apt because it's just like people why did they obey why did they go along why did some people get ostracized who were the scapegoats you see the same phenomenon same yeah. phenomenon here it was very political too this whole thing and you know it's uh, it's off the charts. When did you think the kind of worm turned here in the states? Nobody believes the vax is good. Nobody now they feel like they. I mean, I think the zeitgeist in the states now is the whole thing was a disaster, and the shots are ineffective. After yeah. looking at all the evidence, I mean, people are paying attention. They know that they didn't work, and they actually cause harm. You get vids, yeah. vaccine aids. But what do you think? I mean, and the the damages in Australia are very se severe. Like this is a healthy population. Spends yep. time outside. Like some people really got messed up. Uh, a lot of people did. And I'm actually um, volunteering for, a, for an organization called Jab Injuries Australia, which is a, an offshoot of Jab Injuries Global, which is basically, it's a community kind of organization effort to, to, to give the, the vaccine injured a voice. I think it started on Instagram. Basically, you know, we, we 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 take their stories, we we um, transcribe them and, and and make them readable for people, and and, and there's a whole Instagram and, and now a website as well. Um, you know, as with everywhere in the world, the, the injuries here have been horrific, and and I I myself have have um, copy edited um, many many dozens of stories. Uh, you know, which which you know I'm not ashamed to say regularly um, move me to tears because just the suffering that this thing has caused yeah, yeah. uh and and you know i i get really really annoyed when when people doesn't happen very often but when people try and um you know deny that that these things are causing causing injury uh because when you've when you've read the accounts like i have um and and sort of you can't fake that you know you no, can't astroturf that you, the stories are too similar, you know, and, and this is the great thing about, about the work I do, you know, in, in, in copy editing, you know, you, you can tell when a human's written something because it's full of, it's full of little errors. It's the idiosyncrasies of, of any written account is, is what shows you it's real, you know, and, um, you know, that's my job to, to take out all those little errors and, and make it presentable for, for, for an internet audience. But, you know, what struck me is the accounts are all so similar, you know, and, and, and now even just <clears throat> to give you one example, my girlfriend's um, best friend has myocarditis and, mm -hmm. and she's had this now since the jab, which was almost two years ago, I think. And, um, you know, to this day, she'll be sitting, just sitting there at rest and her heart rate will, will skyrocket up to like 140 BPM. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and all the, all the symptoms that, that she describes to us, you know, that, they're just identical to, to, to the, the accounts I've read, you know, and that's just, that's just one of the conditions it causes, but yeah, we, we've been devastated by it. Um, the, what do you think the percentage of the population got injured by the, by the jab in Australia? How, how significant do you think across what who didn't die 
you know i mean because i mean we, we've got we've got excess deaths like everywhere else and and right. I, I don't have the figures at, at, at my fingertips but you know you you you, you look at um, some of the reporting people like um, Peter McCullough have been doing, and, and um, I mean it's it's all out there. Edward Dowd, Edward Dowd, uh, right? He's he's great. He he's done a, a brilliant analysis based, I think, on on life insurance claims, which, which is very compelling, um, and disability claims. So the dis disabled yeah, have gone yeah. up in the states alone. I think it's two million are now just permanently disabled or something like that. Like they've filed for disability. So that's a that's just huge out of the labor pool and everything like that. Yep, exactly. And, and I mean, like it, it, it's so hard to tell. And but if I had to guess, I, I, I mean, from the volume that I've seen, we we have to. I mean, when you take okay, take the the VAERS, um vaccine adverse reporting system, right. adverse event reporting system. I think um, I heard Bobby Kennedy Jr. say that that's that's traditionally it's been underreported by a fact I think a factor of ten. Right. So um, so I mean like you know if if the if the if the accounts that I've seen, which probably number in their thousands, um, I mean, what's what's the population of Australia now? Is it it's 20, about twenty five million. I I would say I'd say we've got at least a, a few million injuries. Few million um, injuries. It's it's astonishing. But I it's mean, incredible. this is this is just me. Of speaking varying like, degrees, uh, right? Varying degrees. Yeah, yeah. And the dead can't make a statement; they're dead. So, like, that's a whole other problem with VAERS. The VAERS system here in the states is meant to not be reported. It's actually just by the individual has to report, not the government involved. And yeah. then they fudge the numbers. They hid the numbers. Well, they, they're fudging they do. the numbers I mean, here in the states. It's, yeah. it's impossible to tell. Look, I would not be surprised if, if you know, they they say eighty percent here are double vaxxed. I think it might be a bit lower than that. But let's just say it's eighty percent. If I would, I would not be surprised if out of that number, twenty percent maybe had had some some kind of injury. Um, so, so what's eighty percent of twenty-five million? Uh, I'm, I'm terrible at math. Twenty million, twenty million, twenty million. And you say take that. Twenty percent of that. Yeah. So that would be a couple million. of million. That would be. Yeah. That would be my guess. But I, I have no way of telling. But I mean, the the, the 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 thing is, the the accepted sort of standard for, throughout modern medicine has been sort of you know, you get fifty injuries, you pull the whole damn thing worldwide. You know, that's been the standard. Yet, yet with this one, we, we, we've now got global injuries probably numbering in the hundreds of millions. Right. And it's still, it's still being recommended. You know, it's I mean, incredible. They stopped it here. They secretly changed everything within the last week or two here. They just didn't announce it, but they murdered. I, to me, it's intentional. It's intent to harm because yep. they didn't stop it. But uh, right. yep. they murdered I, a probably, according to doubt, it's 750,000 people in the States, but the injuries. The I mean, you're you're going to see deaths go up, but birth rates go down. So that's a oh, whole other yeah. emptiness. Yeah. Well, it's 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 sterilizing people as well, which which we know we know goes along with the agenda. And, I mean, I I'm I'm quietly optimistic about the way things are headed in the U.S. You guys have you know you've still got a lot of that rebel spirit, I think, and I I think you know when Americans get pissed off, you know, they will change their minds about things. We're a lot more docile over here. 
Australians like to think of this, and New Zealanders are very similar, as a sort of a paradise, a perfect kind of place to live. We don't like to think um, that we've been lied to. We don't like we don't like to accept that there could be something wrong with with this wonderful place we live. And like I said at the start, it is a wonderful place, but but often it's in the most wonderful places that that the most um, the most horrific things can sort of fester and grow beneath the surface. You know, because I think when people have it so good and they've had it, had it so good for so long, which Australians have, nothing terrible has ever happened here. You know, it's it truly is a a land of of plenty and, and sunshine and, and happiness. But but I think when people have it too good, similar in the States, although, although you guys no have a, a much more turbulent past, but when people have it too good, they get too complacent, you know. So, um, but to that point. They also the trusted their government. They We used to trust the government a lot more. Like now I think the trust level is zero. I will never take a big pharma anything, pill, shot, no. anything. Hell no. Way. You know, I used to get my flu vaccine every year. God knows why, but but I'll never I'll never let them jab me with anything ever again. You know that they'll have to they'll have to strap me down to a gurney. No yeah, no you know I'll, I'll go out I'll go out fighting. Um, did they have these... JJ JJ? Did they have the kill protocol there like they did here? Because here, if you went into you know during the lockdown, if you went into some of these major uh, hospitals, they would involuntarily give you remdesivir. Which is like a fifty percent kill rate, and try to put you uh, on a ventilator. Do you have any yeah, phenomenon like that? I, I heard all about that, and I actually have a friend in New York who told me that his his, his buddy's father was killed by one of those ventilators yeah. in in that early part. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. I know they yeah. banned ivermectin and 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 and, right. and hydroxychloroquine, which which was just a standard play across the world. Um, but but the. The worst part is the vaccines are still on the shelves here. They're still being advertised. They're still being pushed out. They're still encouraging the boosters, which is, again, why I say I think they go harder and faster here. It's a test case. They want to see how much they can get away with here in Australia and New Zealand where we have this much more docile population, which isn't armed with 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 however many millions of guns and ammo, you know. And 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 I think they're paying very close attention to to what they can get away with here and you know once 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 they you know once they take away your second amendment then they'll try the same thing there uh right. well they took but, away our first amendment too they always have thirsted to get rid of the second amendment in the united states but these oh, yeah. people who are in power now is why the second amendment was put in place in the constitution first because they could not be more corrupt the fact that they're just not addressing these massive like they get billions of dollars in tax money. It says a lot about the American people too, but the fact that they're not doing an emergency treatment for the people who've been injured and getting all the data together, instead they're covering it up. That's their goal. People, I, yeah, it's just, it's, it's such a, it's a Holocaust. It's like a well, Holocaust. It's worse. Well, well, it really is. And I'm glad you said that word because I'm not, did you hear about um, the concentration camps we had here? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they were very serious too. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, what they named these camps, and you're going to love this. So there were a few of them. The main one was at Howard Springs in the, in the Northern Territory. But these were called the Centers for National Resilience. Wow. How Soviet is that? Incredible. <laughs> it couldn't be more Soviet. I'm just yeah. going to quickly present, if I can, an image of this place. Um, Let me see if I can find one online. Yeah, yeah. Just what's just it called again? In. It was called um, 
Resilience Camp. Just type in Howard Howard Springs Center for National Resilience. Anyway, these so yeah, these were set up to quarantine people, but um, up up here in the Northern Territory, where um where this this first big camp was set up, they they were actually uh, if you if you if you maybe look for the in the images image, yeah. images yeah there should be yeah see that one there oh so this yeah. is it look wow at, that's look, huge yeah look, look at that wow you know actually you know i'm you know i'm not claiming the conditions inside were um were comparable but you you look at those aerial shots it reminds me of, of aerial shots of, of auschwitz you know yeah, it's, no, just, no. Okay. it's so sinister but um you know they were actually um uplifting aboriginal and indigenous communities from their homes and taking them to this place against their will, um, because the Northern Territory also had a, had a completely hysterical reaction to this whole thing, and um, you know army trucks showing up and, and, and taking away positive cases and their contacts. So people who who weren't who didn't even have the virus were being shipped off here, you know. And, and once again, you know, j just the way Australia went in so hard with this, you know, that they built another one of these things down here in Melbourne. Now they're sitting empty, you know, and. and and however many billions of, of um, cost to the to the taxpayers, it's, it's an absolute travesty. But you know, um, <clears throat> the media narrative throughout the whole thing paint, painted anyone who who sort of argued against this as as, as far right extremists and anti vaxxers which which you'll be yeah. very very familiar with. You know, and, and oh no doubt the same thing. They <clears throat> always smear people as being Nazis, far rightists. If you complain. Like right now, like if you fight for the Constitution of the Bill of Rights in the United States, yeah. you're you're a Nazi. You're a, yeah. yeah, you're. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't need to tell you all about that. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a it's a rhetorical ploy. I mean, a lot of people it doesn't really fit, you know, fit anyway. A lot of people don't believe it anymore. They've overused it. But did you also have the scandal of the over uh, purchase of the kill shots where? They spent billions of dollars and then nobody uptook them because I know that's a huge scandal. Yeah, it should be a huge yeah. scandal in the United States. It's definitely one in Europe. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, especially the AstraZeneca. I think most of it got flushed. Uh, <clears throat> but I mean, let's speaking of public expenditure, and this might be a, a good place to end because I know we're getting near the end. But I did, I did want to point out the fact that the Australian government is now quietly paying out compensation. Yeah, I've heard that. And um, and and a lot of people are kind of hailing this as as a win, but I don't think it is. And I'll tell you why, because because how they're gonna how they're gonna pay these 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 billions of dollars? They're just gonna print more money to do it, aren't they? You know. Absolutely. And and what what it amounts to is the taxpayers are now paying to compensate people for injuries caused by the government mandating a vaccine which itself was paid for by the taxpayer so we we had to pay for the privilege of of of, of getting injured and killed right. by this thing and now we have to pay for our own rep reparations you know it's not like people forget it's not it's not that the government reaches into its deep pockets and and, and pulls out some, some money and gives it to you well that's exactly what they do actually but people forget the government has <clears throat> the government has no means of actually generating capital. They they right. just print it or they borrow it. You know, so right. so not only will this make make the the cost of living crisis much worse, um, and and increase inflation, 
but it's just it's just a sick joke. Like it it it. Well, it, here's the other an, thing: it's is a like, total bus. Right, it's a total bus. JJ, I think you have to look at this as like a huge blueprint. Inflate yeah. the currency, cost of yeah. living increase. Yeah. It happened in the United States. I went to this. I went to the get food. I, guys tried to charge me twenty one bucks for like a plate of rice and some meat. It was off the charts. Like so, like. It's happening all over the world. They're just yeah. squeezing everybody. And the COVID-19 yeah. shots were part of the squeeze. I think I don't think it did anything good. It didn't do anything good. It was like a malevolent thing. And it's interesting here. We're looking at this. It says services Australia. COVID-19 vaccine claims scheme. I don't know what the interpretation of scheme in Australia scheme. is, but in the U.S., <laughs> scheme is not a good word. <laughs> like a scheme is like a deceptive ploy to like take money from people. They call it a scheme in Australia. Wow. Yeah, and and and, and it's totally taxpayer funded. And let's not forget that 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 the pharma companies were given blanket indemnity right at the beginning of this thing, you know. So so they're never going to pay. We know that's never going to happen. Um, and 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 here we are footing the bill for our own for our own compensation. Uh, after having footed footed the bill for the privilege of being injured in the first place, it it, it really is just a a it's joke. extraordinary. And, it has there has and, to be like here in the states. There's no movement by the government to try to address these wrongs. There's very and like we talked. You guys have some heroes in your parliament. We have a few in ours, but it's so two, few. Yeah. yeah, like maybe Ron Paul, Senator Johnson, Senator Paul. Yeah, that's it. Um, Everybody yeah, I mean, else Matt, is just going Matt along. Gates is all right. Um, I, I've seen I've that's seen right. a few of them doing doing the podcast you know, doing the podcast circuit. You got a few, but it's the same everywhere. It's it's almost not enough to make a difference. And, you know, so what I will say is and 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 I um I posted I posted this on, on Twitter the other day, you know, that there was a, an interesting an interesting um juxtaposition. Someone did a video mashup of 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 a of of a news reporter on Sky News and a health expert that they had on 18 months apart. And in the first in the first half, they're both saying, you know, we need to mandate these vaccines. Uh, it's a good idea. It's going to save lives. And then and then 18 months later, these same two people, they're saying, well, OK, now now the government needs the government needs to pay these um, these vaccine injury compensations. And it's just, wow. you know, yeah, I, I wrote on Twitter the, the absolute state of it. Same reporter, same public health expert, 18 months apart, first demanding vaccine mandates, then demanding government payouts for for the injured complete and utter clown show why should the taxpayers cover this expense more to the point why should those of us who opposed it from the beginnings uh, cover it how about the perpetrators and enablers pay right. politicians right. the business leaders the media personalities and celebrities who shield endlessly for this bs product not to mention both both these people on 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 the video here the the reporter and, and the health expert and everyone else like them who's trying to gaslight their way out of culpability for this crime. They should all be subject to public hearings, chastised and humiliated, and then forced to endure graphic victim impact statements, and then made to contribute the greater value of any assets they own to a reparations fund for the injured before serving substantial prison sentences. I've said it before, I'll say it again. No amnesty for crimes against humanity. And that's my position on this. I, I, I think there needs there, there must be justice, you know, and, and people don't like the word vengeance, but I think there needs to be vengeance because all that means is punishment. These people right. need to be punished. 
And if, 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 we're not, if we're not able to punish the pharmaceutical companies, then by God, let's punish the politicians, the media personalities, and everyone who enabled this, this, this scam and, and this crime to be right. perpetrated. It's a scheme. I totally agree with you. I mean, it's just incredible. And the fact that they're not moving, like, I don't know who got bribed or who got money in their coffers. Here, you can just buy the entire Congress, you know, by uh, <laughs> paying for something. No, I mean, it's really, it's, I don't know why it's even allowed campaign financing and stuff like that but uh the fact that it's not happening is just they're gonna just do it again and i think here in the states big pharma's probably been poisoning people for 20 or 30 years with the rises of all kinds of all-cause mortality cancers absolutely what they call autism i mean this is just one thing where cognitive is so extreme and was it anything like it in the states you know here in the states nobody really wealthy and no politicians died, but there are whole families that got, got wiped out. And you can see that on uh, Died Suddenly. Like literally, yeah. people yeah. can do a list. My aunt died, then my dad, then my brother-in-law, then my sister. And so whole family somewhere got wiped out. But then all the rich people here in the States, all the celebrities, they got something. They didn't die. Like they yeah. just, they actually survived beyond like any normal mortality. So something weird is going on in the States. Do you think something strange is like that is happening in Australia? I think so. I, I, I think I think that those politicians who went on TV to get their jabs were just being shot up with with saline. I, I don't believe. I I think some of them probably did get it, but I I think those in the know probably avoided it. You know why why have we seen why have we not seen any politicians, you know, die just or become that. seriously, yeah. you know, or become activists? Right? They they turn they turn and become activists. Like oh. You know, now my daughter who's 18 died. Like, I'm, I'm, what's going on? You know, that's what, that's why there's so many new activists out there doing it. So, why isn't that happening to some of these rich and wealthy people? Yeah. It's very strange. So, hopefully the dust will settle and we'll figure everything out. But, uh, well, there's I, definitely resistance I, to the news. I mean, here in the States, this witch at the CDC, Walensky, is definitely they've caught her fudging the data keeping the data out for 75 years. They just had something come out where the CDC outright said, we don't have to say the vaccines are effective or prevent transmission. Like yeah. they just literally in your face said, we're not what you think you think we do. We don't do, which is protect you disease control. Yeah. Well, you think that you're, you're going to get an effective vaccine, go pound sand. I, I well, well, that, well that, you know, that's yeah. part of the whole playbook, isn't it? The way they yeah. change the definitions of everything yeah. as it suits them. And then that goes back to, to the concept of, of doublespeak and, and, and memory holding and, and the whole 1984 thing that we discussed last time. Yeah. It's you, you're, you're meant to forget and you're meant to accept both, both reality, both, right. you know, both concepts in your mind at the same time and, and to be able to switch, switch them on and off as necessary i mean it's sick you know for me in the states i think these are the most evil people who've existed since the nazis i think this picture is perfect i think all these people need to be round up and arrested fauci gates walensky they're all criminals they're murdering children and, 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 kids and not dying. not just not kids just them we you know the, 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 yeah. the whole company you know, what if you what if a whole company is a criminally motivated racket here in the states we'd call it racketeer influence corrupt organization. You, you ought to be able to get them on rico yeah yeah and, and uh you know it's it's the you can do it civilly and criminally so the fact that there's no criminal things it makes me look at the department of justice the entire department of justice is one big blood-sucking tick wasting its time like why are we paying you billions of dollars what's wrong with you this is like a genocide 
you can't fix this. You, what are you doing? You're all clowns, man. It's total clown world. It's unbelievable. I, I, and the machinery, the machinery should have gone into gear already, and it hasn't. It, it should have, and it concerns me that 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 it's taking so long because the longer, the longer, the more time that elapses between the crime and and the punishment, this is the less likely it is to 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 be. You know, it's, yeah. I mean say what you want about world war ii and the ins and outs of all that at least you know ostensibly you know they, they got right on it at the end <laughs> and 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 that that's what that's what needs to happen i mean we, yeah. we've got just just quickly before we end the the part part of the thing that spurred the protest movement here was was the um the pandemic bill that that the labor government that daniel andrews brought in towards towards the end of of 2021 which was a sweeping piece of legislation and you know similar things going on around the world, but this basically gave the, gave the Premier and the Health Minister the power to rule by decree indefinitely. Wow. It allows the Health Minister to use draconian powers against the people based on their religion, political beliefs, uh, wow. and ethnic background. It, it gives sweeping powers to authorised officers, which which basically means any agent of the government. And, wow. and um, I hadn't and, heard that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That this, sounds this, like an enabling act. It sounds like freaking 1933. Exactly what it is. It's exactly yeah. what it is. It grants authorized officers the power to detain people without trial indefinitely, which ab abrogates the ancient right of habeas corpus. The bill allows health ministers and authorized officers to exercise draconian powers, which which could not be challenged in the courts, and allows the government to exercise powers without without the scrutiny of parliament. I mean, it 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 wow. it it it, it, it is an enabling act, and and that this is what's what really fired the protest movement over the summer of 2021 into 2022, where we had, you know, half half a million in the street by some estimates. Um, and, you know, so that that's where we're at now. That that bill went through because because a bunch of spineless, craven politicians crossed the floor and, and voted with the government from the minor parties. So we can just assume that they were bribed or, or offered, um, offered some form of gratuity. Uh, and, you know, so that's where we're at. Um, Melbourne. So you literally have that enforced there. I mean, are they enforced? It's, it's on the books. Like it's on. It's on the books. It's on the books, and they're gonna. It's 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 sitting there ready for the next crisis. And I'll tell you what: when it happens, Melbourne will will once again be at the forefront, and 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 they're gonna and they're gonna go hard and fast here, and they're gonna they're gonna do the trial case here because, you know, we this state and this city is just up to its eyeballs in it. You know, and the amount of Chinese influence here also that's a whole whole other other story but it's related you know no it's, doubt it's off, i mean i think the who is puppeteered by the chinese i think that's it that's, is i mean if you ask me this this whole thing is is, is a massive operation to, to turn the world into china you know yeah I agree it's, it's a shift the hegemony to the chinese communist party and and let the west die you know yeah no it's a form um, of warfare it's the first assault too so people should realize uh this is not going to end without people showing some spying the next one's going to be worse than what we just went through for the last two or three years. So absolutely, don't think you're Richard. in the clear. You're not. Yeah, in the clear. No, we're not. We're not. We're, we're heading into the darkness, and then which, yeah, which is why people like you and me do what we do. I guess we, we're trying to wake sure. people up. William, I know yeah, we're I on time, but but I, I I was wondering if it would be appropriate for me to read the poem I wrote about about the whole protest movement here. Absolutely, um, please do. As, please do. And then tell people up. where they can find your work. Then read the I poem, yeah. tell people where they can find your work, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, is it okay for me to, to curse? Yes. Just this. I'll just, I, no, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, okay. Just say, say F and S or whatever. Yeah, 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 yes. Okay. It keeps me out of trouble. Okay. The less trouble, yeah. the better.
I've already been sure, censored sure. so many times, dude. Sure, no problem, no problem. All right, here we go. They're looking for an excuse. Yeah, I know they are. All right. What a field day for the heat. Half a million in the street. Half a million peeps equals one million feet. In a city of five mil, that's no mean feat. To the drumbeat with numb feet, marching in lockstep. We do it for the love. Double time is what the cops get. Did you not expect this? Me neither. Now we're waving banners saying, F the dear leader. Big tech fact checks, media malpractice, government blacklists don't create activists. Lockdown rules don't apply to the black fist, but marching for freedom makes you a fascist. Normies can't hack this. Cognitive dissonance, brainwash your kids, rob in their innocence. Triple shot Pfizer, spike vax for breakfast. You're not fully vaxxed till you've checked your whole checklist. Present your papers to the public health inspectors. You are not a person. You are just a vector. You are not a person. There's no I in team. Take one for the team and do the right thing. The team of five million. We're all in this together. To stay safe in the new normal, we must build back better. Half a million in the street. Half a million hearts beat. Many millions round the world, all the boys and all the girls. It won't be on the nightly news, and if it is, they will confuse. Clever angles they will use, facts and stats they pick and choose. Drones on high for supremacy vie with the black helicopters in the sky of ABC and Nine and Channel Seven lies, and still the revolution is not televised. Telegram chats spawn weekly events. Threads glow like radium, heavy with feds. Hippies and Christians high on descent, singing we are the mighty 99%. Teachers and nurses, kids of all levels. Vietnam veterans with ribbons and medals. Left, right and centre, blue, <coughs> blue and white collars. Bogans and hipsters, beach bums and ockers. But we're not the ones, they say, not the good dissenters. We're all just anti-vax untermenches. Journos arrested by the Vic police Stasi because questioning the government now makes you a Nazi. Shout out to Topher, Rukshan and Avi and F. Daniel Andrews and the whole Labour Party. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It was good. And where can people find your work? I mean, like I said at the very beginning, you've put out a number of articles since we last talked. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I would love it if, if people um, followed along and subscribed um, to, to my Substack, which is JJ Dawson, JJ Dawson dot Substack dot com. And yeah, people, um, I will find put me a link on, to the show notes. Yeah. Thanks, William. And yeah, just find me on Twitter at uh, real JJ Dawson. Uh, it's yeah, been great being here, and I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. It's um. It's 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 good to kind of rant about this because uh, don't get many opportunities to do it, and as you can probably tell, it's it's been very close to my heart. Yeah, and it's important not to forget. We have to remember what happened. Like they're trying to memory hold this whole event. Hey, well, let's just you know get beyond yeah. amnesty, and move forward. Am we can't move forward. Because we have to see what happened. Right? In yeah. They're murdering children. There's kids dying. I keep seeing stuff on my feeds about 16 year olds and 15 year olds so these are child killers these are the worst human beings that have lived since the nazis i completely agree. So i've, I've totally said it evil. before 
I've said it totally. before. As far as I'm concerned, it's, it's the greatest crime against humanity, at least since since the Nazis, since the Nazis but, yeah. but possibly yeah. ever. Agreed. It could be even like the Nazis did not have that reach. Thank God they didn't have the reach. This is global. Yeah. See that that's yeah. that's why I think it might be worse. JJ, thanks for coming back. Really appreciate it. Thanks for sharing all your knowledge and facts and your poem. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, William. All right, take care. See you. Stay there. Stay there.